Welcome to Between Two Jennies. We are two moms who've been living with cancer for a combined 23 years. In episode three, we share with you, the listener, some of the crazier things that we've been told while living with cancer. We hope you enjoy this episode. Hi, Jenny. Hey, you know when you were first diagnosed with cancer and you had to tell everyone? Do you remember some of the remarks people would say? Was there any dumb stuff that came out of your friend and family's mouths that, like... Yeah. Um, So I've been doing this a long time and I've heard a lot of dumb stuff. In the beginning, I don't know so much. I feel like in the beginning it was just a lot of... People just like kind of freaking out, like you're, but you're so young. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Just, oh, and you have a that. young child. What's yeah. gonna happen now? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But there are some things that definitely uh, stick out, and uh, kind of on the same lines of the I'm sorry. So as a teacher, and I worked with a woman who who I went to grad school with, so we'd known each other a while. And uh, she was a grandma. She was really sweet. Loved her. Um, but she would, so I was the school librarian. And she, every time, she, the library is kind of on the way. You could cut through to go to the office into the teacher mailboxes. So she would, everyone would cut through. Um, I actually have two good cut through stories. But this one woman would always come in and want to hug me. And just hug me and be like hold you really tight hug hug me really tight and go how are you and i there was so many times where the people you know you get the head tilt and how are you yeah i'm not a big fan uh me too i'm not a big fan of like the pity i felt there was a lot of pity like you're so young Mm -hmm. You're so young, and you have a son, and yeah. you're a nice person, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, how do you respond to that, really? Yeah, like it doesn't happen to nice people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know everyone met well, I do, but I almost would appreciate, you have those other good girlfriends or friends that will be like, how are you? Mm-hmm. And then they would actually say no. How the fuck really are you? Because it fucking sucks. And yeah. it just sucks. And that's what we wanted to hear, that we we don't want to have to take on other people's emotion or yes. support. Right? Like, so it was this brave face of, like, we're okay. Because we don't really want to deal with your own shit. Yeah. <laughs> Their shit. We have our own to deal yeah. with. Right? If people really want to hear it, I think that's great. That's totally fine. Ask me how I am. Or if you don't want to know, just, you know, how are you? Like we do to everybody every day and we say fine and we move on. So this grandma would come in and hug me and hold me tight and be like, how are you? And I'd be like, I'm fine. (laughs) And then every time she would start crying. So then I'm like patting her on the back. Yes. Managing her support for you. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And so I finally just had to say, look. You could step off the curb and get hit by a school bus. Oh, just like my car accident story, Jay. Yeah, exa- exactly. Right? right? So that anything was yours. Anything can happen Anything to us. can happen, yeah. And I think that was a slap in the face to her because she stopped doing that. 
and it was good for both of us. Um, my other how are you story, same thing, a different teacher came through and also a woman older than me um, who, you know, had her own problems and that's fine. Um, and this is going to lead us into a whole nother conversation, but she came through and was like, how are you? And I, it was a Monday after chemo. I would do chemo Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and I would vomit all the way to work. I would pull my car over and throw up and get myself together enough to work in a middle school all day. I don't know how. So I, she asked how I was and I was like, actually, I don't feel very good today. And instead of like, as she's like walking through, she's like, well, at least you still have your hair. <laughs> what? Seriously? Okay, right? yeah, the dumb shit people say. Yeah. I did have a girlfriend of mine. Thank God for my hair. <laughs> um, I can't believe that. I, uh, um, I had a girlfriend right after chemo. And, you know, like I said, I was in the hospital and... I was somewhat, still am, very private about my whole cancer journey. Um, so some friends and family would visit me, and it was fine. I just didn't want to feel like I was at the hospital for 24 hours and playing host with all of these people coming oh through. Oh, my God, yeah. Right? Like, right. I just want someone, like, my friends who could understand if I'm going to be like, this fucking sucks. Yeah. Um, I hate entertaining people in the hospital. Right? Like, you feel like, I mean, you want to puke, and then people are like, oh. Um, I don't mind it at chemo, but, like, if I'm inpatient. Well, I'm inpatient for 24 hours tied to this yeah, infusion. Yeah. Right. I mean, versus my good girlfriend who would be would send me care packages and call me and be like, how many more hours left? I think you should just go squeeze that chemo bag yeah. and see if the drip can go faster and get you out of there sooner. Right? right. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. But, but you can't be like, hey, do you want some tea? Yeah. Like, how was your day today? <laughs> right? Because I'm stuck here and yeah. it sucks. Yeah. Um, but I had a girlfriend who, right after chemo, would say, hey, Jenny, you had chemo. Yes. Well, is it like in the movies? Do you go home and are you throwing up to the toilet? Like, and how long are you in the bathroom for vomiting? Oh, my God. And then he died. Talking about it makes you sick, right? Well, yes. And I was like, no, you idiot. It's not like the movies. The doctors don't want you to be throwing up. That's a bad sign. So that's why they give you anti-nausea pills. Now, do I feel like I probably want to throw up? Absolutely. And that's the worst feeling ever. But I was not one who vomited. I just felt sick. But I, I remember that um, just... The, the pity, and I just didn't want to have to deal with the pity of, like, I'm good. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Um, yeah, the pity sucks. Uh, have you ever gotten weird advice? <laughs> um, I don't think so. Have you? Obviously have. From yeah. Who's this weird advice from? Uh, oh, well, okay, so there was... <laughs> There was a patient, I've got a couple weird advice things, uh, but there was a patient, uh, we had the same oncologist, and when she got diagnosed, my oncologist um, and nurse, uh, for some reason they started like assigning me new people, like I was the cancer you? welcome wagon, yeah. 
it's like, oh, we have this new person coming in about your age. Can they oh, ask you that's questions? Sweet. It was nice. It worked for a while. I did it, but then I started getting attached to people, and then they would die. And so I finally said, you know, I'm done with this volunteer job because... But that was nice. I mean, you are, like, somebody with your history, and, like, anyone dealing with it for a long time, it sucks. But also knowing that you've had time with people, I think, is important. Yeah. Right? Yeah. When you spin it that way. Yeah, I think so. And and they thought I had something to offer because I had been doing it a long time that I could show people the ropes or, you know, tell them my experiences. So this woman came and I'm stage four and I've been doing this for years and she's stage two. I am passed out doing my chemo. like In, I the, in the infusion center? In the infusion center. Okay. I've had uh, some weird reactions early on, so I always get Benadryl and Ativan. Making you sleepy. So sleepy. So I am zonked out on my stretcher. She comes and wakes me. Like, she is shaking me. Like, she is not leaving until she wakes me up. Okay, is she staff or is she... uh, She's this other patient that that I had been welcome wagon for. (laughs) And she's stage two. Um, so she comes and she's doing chemo also. She's doing it that day. She's done. She's going home. She wants to tell me about this great diet that she's on. She wakes me up to tell me I have to start doing, it was weird. I can't even remember what it was. It was like cottage cheese. It wasn't even cottage cheese. I'm making that up maybe because it was like canned pears and I think in college I see cottage cheese with canned pears. So maybe cottage cheese <laughs> I'm making up. And But it was like canned pears with like olive oil and vinegar. And you have to like eat this three times a day and your cancer will disappear. She they had a name for it. And I couldn't understand what she was saying. And she kept repeating herself. And I think I was finally like, get the hell out of my room. Go away. And then I checked, I asked the nurse about her like a couple weeks ago. And they're like, oh yeah, her cancer's gone. You know, she's done. But, you know, she had stage two. So, and I'm like, yeah, not because she ate fucking <laughs> can't pears. olive oil and canned pears. So there's that. And I've also had, I'm getting my teeth cleaned, right? And it's a different hygienist or different dental assistant than I'm used to because mine's on vacation. So the I, you know, said, you know, I have to pre-medicate, or they asked if I pre-medicated, and I explained to her about my port-a-cath, um, and, uh, she's like, have you ever tried juicing? I'm like, and she's like, got her hands in my mouth, and, um, she finally stopped, she's talking about juicing, and then I realized she's not talking about for a diet, she's talking about to cure the cancer. I'm like, Hmm. All right, thanks. I'll take that into consideration. Okay, I have heard about the juicing, but I think just in general, I could probably eat a little better, a little bit more greens. I'm not a big veggie eater. I have a limited digestive system now, so sometimes (laughs) a lot of fibers is not not great. But yeah, apparently it cures cancer. So, um,. So there was also a guy who said that vitamin C, high doses of vitamin C, I can't remember his name, some doctor, at one point was like, high doses of vitamin C will cure cancer. You know what that doctor died from? Cancer. 
Well, I think, you know, talking to my own oncologist about nutrition, and it's basically finding a diet, A, that works for you of just eating healthy. Yeah. And, and I try not to be too restrictive because cancer or not, life's too short. Yeah. Right? So if you want that piece of chocolate or that small piece of pie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you had people tell you that you can't eat sweets anymore? No. Because sugar I mean, feeds cancer? Okay, I've heard that sugar feeds cancer. And <laughs> I've had people be like, <gasps> you're eating a peanut butter cup? Um, Hell but, yeah, I'm going to eat a yeah, I think I think everyone I know knows not to, like, judge me on what I <laughs> eat because, like, life's way too short. If I want to eat that ice cream bar, I'm going to eat that damn ice cream bar. Mm-hmm. I had one last night. Thank you. <laughs> it was good, wasn't it? It was great. It was great. I loved it. Um, are there any foods that you try to stay away from? I have I have tried to limit uh, just the amount of meat, like red mm. meat. But uh, even when I found out like what caused colon cancer, like kind of there was a profile of people who you know would get colon cancer was like obese, male, sedentary, um, alcohol. Like there was a lot of things that kind of went into a lifestyle of the typical colon cancer patient. I was like, mm, oh, and over 50. I'm like, okay, I'm 33, I'm female. I, like, was doing two-a-days at the Y until, you know, I started to not feel good. I was vegetarian for several years. Um, yeah, so I just didn't work with that. Definitely not obese. Um that you can see me out there on the podcast, but not obese, never was. Um, but I still do feel like I, maybe I need to shape up my diet a little bit. But there's days after chemo where I'm like, I'm going to eat cream of wheat for three meals today because it's the only thing I can handle. I think, and I know my oncologist at the time was like, if you're on chemo and you don't feel good, as long as you eat something something yeah you know don't be that hard on yourself and even now with diets and restriction because I was like hey what about the keto diet can I do the keto diet and she's like no <laughs> you don't want the keto flu and she goes really that's not a diet to live by she goes for everyone cancer or not should just eat healthy yeah eat some fruit eat some vegetables small amount of protein and call it a day. Yeah. Just a well-rounded, healthy diet. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Agreed. Okay, I think this is it, Jenny, for this episode. Oh, I know. I'm just trying to racking my brain about all the other dumb things people have said. Maybe we should talk about hair next. I have a good dumb hair story. Okay. All right. I'm our, game. Our next episode will be about hair then. All right. Until next time. Thank you for listening. If you have comments or questions, feel free to email us at betweentwojennies at gmail.com.